Good afternoon and good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty 360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. I want to welcome you back to another edition of our Leaders in Customer Loyalty series. In this series, we have the privilege of speaking with brand leaders about what they are seeing and hearing on the front lines of customer channel and brand loyalty. Today, we had the pleasure of speaking with Lisa Carr. She is the General Manager of Marketing for North America at Shell. How are you today, Lisa? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Thank you. Uh, when we start these, we like to uh, get to know the people that we are interviewing on a more personal level. So we'd love to uh, get a little bit of background on yourself, your position at Shell, and maybe uh, you know, fun fact, you have 12 kids, you like to parasail. What, what's a passion you may have uh, outside of work? That sounds great. So yeah, so I've um, I've been with Shell since 2014. I was a career consultant, grew up in the big four accounting, so spent over 15 years um, working in big four accounting before I moved over to Shell to take a role in our technology department and have since moved over as the GM of marketing, which covers marketing and digital. So the big transition of um, technology and digital and how closely those come together with marketing. And um, in the role itself, um, I look after our your typical marketing activities like brand and comms and loyalty and those types of things, but we also cover all the digital activities around our mobile apps. We also cover um, all the things around our payments and our card brands. So um, quite an extensive list of things that we cover in our marketing group here at Shell. About me um, personally, I have children, I have a husband, I have dogs. Um, love to travel. Um, my husband and I have been to 50 countries. We're um, officially in one week from tomorrow, we'll have been married 20 years. So pretty close to the 20 year mark. So fantastic celebration for us coming up. That's great. How how, uh, how are you fortunate to get to uh, 50 countries with kids? I would love to know that uh, that that secret. Yeah, I, I have young children first. Um, okay. Really late in life to have children. We lived overseas and okay. uh, we took a career gap. We both took a career gap and we took off, bought an around the world ticket and took time to just go around the world and see it all. That's awesome. That's great. Uh, Three kids. Yeah. I did, 12. Okay. That, that's <laughs> all right. Good, good. Um, uh, for those of the people who are listening who may not know about Shell, which probably is uh, no one, can you tell us a little bit about what Shell does? A little overview of the company. That'd be great to have as well. Yeah. So Shell is a group of energy and petrochemical companies. We operate in 70 countries. In the United States specifically, we have about 13,000 employees and we run about 19 different businesses out of the United States. Okay. Uh, last year, you partnered with uh, Kroger to give uh, customers gas discount savings in Tampa, Orlando, and Jacksonville. And I think this year you decided to expand the offers to Miami, Florida. Can you tell, tell us a little bit more about that partnership, uh, how it has evolved since 2021 and and what it means to Shell and uh, what you may expect to see from the partnership? Yeah, so we've been partnering with Kroger for a long time. We've had a long-standing relationship with Kroger. Um, it's a great relationship for us. So we were excited when they came to us with an e-commerce journey and the ability to launch this Kroger delivery offering um, that they do through a customer, for customer fulfillment center. It's a really unique way that they've looked at in areas where they don't have brick and mortar, how could they look at when, when there's no physical store, how to reach customers in those markets. So we're really excited about their ability to order food to these customer from these customer fulfillments and have them delivered directly to their door from these Kroger drivers. And we thought it was an excellent opportunity for us to expand that relationship into that e-commerce. We continue to offer um, the gas discounts that we offer when you go to a brick and mortar. We offer the same 
um, gas discounts that you can um, through the that relationship as well. Um, customers can get up to a dollar off, so it's a fantastic offer at our shell stations for those consumers. Um, so yeah, so we we're really excited about you know this innovative um, approach that they were taking, kind of moving into this new this new area for non brick and mortar stores. So we're really excited about that. Um, Florida is actually doing really well. Miami's now launched. So we're, we're seeing now um, Miami and we're seeing the results of that's also doing really well. Um, they've got plans to expand further into other markets, which we'll be partnering with them as their exclusive fuel partner. Um, at the moment, we've got two locations in Texas coming, that's San Antonio and Austin. So right here in our own backyard, for those of us in Houston, they've got Oklahoma City and they've got Birmingham. So we're really excited to see those come to life. And it's really just a nice partnership to see how you know people could marry up the buying fresh food to their door and still get fuel savings when they choose to shop through the e-commerce instead of just brick and mortars that we can offer it across the board. So we're really excited about the partnership. And so when you look at the how you partner with the e-commerce entities, it's in areas where uh, Kroger doesn't have a kind of a, 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 a traditional store, brick and mortar store, right? So Correct. it allows them to earn points, earn savings to to do uh, kind of participate in the program. Um, and did, did Kroger already have plans to do that? Or, I mean, how did you guys work together to form such a unique partnership? So um, I think this was brought to them by a UK-based company called Okado. Um, I don't know the whole history around their relationship with Okado and how that came to them. Um, we have a longstanding partnership with Kroger and we already had the partnership on our brick and mortar. So you can still, you get the same savings that you get when you go to a brick and mortar. So we just expanded that to the e-commerce with them through our existing journey that we have with them. Okay, great. And as you probably know, Shell's a member of Loyalty 360. He's been a member for a couple of years now. And we actually uh, had a call earlier today. We were talking about international customer loyalty and we had a member of Shell on the uh, call. So we, uh, we have great affinity for what you do already. And, and then working with Kroger is even better. Fantastic. So when you look at customer loyalty, we always like to hear how people define customer loyalty, what it means to uh, you and to the organization. So you know, what does customer loyalty mean to Shell? Yeah, so um, I think when you look at customer loyalty, it's quite an interesting um, question because um, different customers want different things from their brands, right? So customer loyalty to you may be something different than customer loyalty is to me. So we try to look at it from the heart of it. What is it that we're trying to do? We want to be the brand of choice. That's our goal, to be the preferred brand of choice for our customers. Um, Anything related to energy or convenience retail, we want them to think of Shell first. That could be electric charging. That could be beverages. That could be convenience retail items that could be their fuel up. Um, but we want we want to be that brand of choice for them. So for us, loyalty is being their brand of choice and them being loyal to us. But we also think mutually we want to be loyal to them. So I'm sure you might have seen some of our new slogans that say, um, you don't need to just be loyal to us. We'll also be loyal to you. We want to continue to be loyal to our loyal customers as well by giving great value propositions and things that make them want to be loyal to us as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I think the reciprocity is very important, especially in brands that do it very well. Just mm-hmm. uh, listening to and understanding the customers and making sure there's a, an exchange of value both ways. So it's great to hear. When, when you look at your customer loyalty, customer experience efforts, you know, how do you track some of the efficacy and efficiency? What are some of the KPIs that your team uses to make sure that your, your loyalty strategy and efforts are on track? Yeah, we, um, we have millions, <laughs> as you'd expect. We look at all kinds of different things, but I think some of the most important ones, obviously, is customer engagement. How much engagement and activity do we have on the different types of programs that we offer? Where are we getting the most engagement? Where are we getting the least engagement? 
we look at things like our loyalty penetration. Are we getting enough penetration out of all of the different channels that we have? We look at things like volumes, obviously being a, a, a gas company, we look at how much of our volumes are loyalty volumes. Um, we look at things like share of wallet. That's another really important um, measure for us is how much of the share of wallet are we getting? Um, and then of course we look at customer satisfaction. So we do get feedback on how our customers rank our different programs that we have and our overall loyalty program. We take that feedback and we continue to try to improve our overall program and our experience for our consumers. So we continue to um, invest in and improve our program on a day-to-day -day basis. So, but for the most part, those are the main KPIs we look at. Um, we probably have a dashboard of about 50 KPIs that we look at every single month. And we have data anal analysts that look at it constantly. So it is something that we're constantly looking at um, and looking at different measures at different points in time. But for the most part, that's what we cover. Great. Personalization is uh, of importance now and growing of importance uh, from a customer experience, customer loyalty perspective. You know, how does technology impact your ability to personalize communications, benefits, rewards? Because uh, getting technology to work can be a uh, very difficult and arduous task for you know, uh, marketers these days. Yeah. So um, interestingly, having a technology background. Um, so we do believe in Shell that our customers are now expecting and demanding personalization. We think that this is a table stake now. It's no longer a nice to have. It's more of a must have. So this is something that we continue to look at. And for the last couple of years, we've been working really hard on things like customer segmentation and how do we deliver personalization offers and messaging based on where our customer is and their point of life or in their, in their daily journey? How do we make sure we get the right message to the right individuals? And now we've just migrated um, with to a cloud-based loyalty pro platform. We've just gone live. So we've got this great platform now. And now we're trying to take advantage of that platform and see how can we use that platform to help us in order to do more personalization and look at more opportunities to get even better in that space. So it is something we're taking very seriously. We do think it's table stakes now. And it is something that we're really invested in continuing to do as we move forward for our customers. Okay. Uh, data is a uh, kind of clarion call right now with regard to customer experience, customer loyalty, marketing uh, in general. And it sounds like you have kind of a, a left brain orientation to begin with, which is great. Uh, being able to blend the, the creative side and then the, the data side is very important. Um, but it's also very challenging. You know, we do a lot of research of our with our members and brands uh, are, are, you know, they struggle with regard to uh, kind of personalization. They know they have enough data, but they don't necessarily know it's the right data. Um, and you know, so how do you look at data, you know, effective collection, data privacy, challenges, third party, zero party? You know, how do you look at data, you know, uh, kind of simplicity and, and using data in effective manners? Uh, it does feel like um, in today's world, it's data, data, data. We hear this constantly. I, I would say there's not a week that goes by that I'm not talking with one of my peers or one of my leads or somebody across the globe around data. So it is a hot topic of the moment. Um, I do think the onus is on the brands. Um, honestly, it's on us um, to first think about what are the laws? What are the regulations? Every, every location is different. I, I cover America. So, you know, what, what we do in Canada is not the same thing we do in the United States. And we have to make sure we understand those regulations. We follow those regulations. We also need to make sure that we give um, transparency to our consumer. We need to let them know, how are we collecting their data? What are we doing with their data? How are we using their data? What are they getting in return for us giving them their data? So those are all the types of things I think um, brands have to continue to do and we at Shell continue to do is to be very transparent about the usage of the data and how we protect them, our customers. 
I do think um, as we move forward, we'll be prioritizing things like security and integrity of data. But we hope in return for that, our customers feel like Shell's got them secure. Shell's making sure that my data is protected. They're making sure it's they've got integrity in the data. And by giving them my data, they're giving me something in return. They're giving me something of value. So I think we'll continue to look for ways to say, you know, if we have your data, you will have a more personalized relationship with us and we will offer you more value for that data. So I think that's kind of the, the direction that the industry is going is if I, Lisa Carr, want to give you my data, then I expect something in return for my data, like an offer or some type of value add to my life. Um, otherwise, I don't want you just using my data without my permission. So I do think this will have to be something we continue to think about as we move forward. Okay, great. Um, customers are changing. They were changing before COVID. They changed during COVID. I know uh, a number of the fuel entities had a unique way of kind of looking at trips changing, right? How they fill up. And obviously the loyalty program gives you a lot of insight into that. You know, how do you think uh, the changes uh, in behavior is impacting Shell and the industry in general? And how do you see it kind of changing back, especially now with, you know, inflation and the rising fuel prices, you know, how, how are your customers changing? Yeah, so we're seeing, um, so if we go back to 2020, um, we saw, you know, almost an overnight change in our customers, right? So, you know, COVID happened, overnight change. We really had to do a quick pivot on pretty much everything. Our mar- All of our marketing strategies needed to pivot. Our CRM strategies needed to pivot. Consumption was dramatically, dramatically dropping. Their demand for the things we were offering shifted significantly. So we really had to look and say, okay, what is our consumer's need right now? What are our consumer's behaviors right now? And we had to quickly pivot. So we moved from things like offering cents per gallon during that period to saying people don't need cents per gallon. They're not buying gas. They're not leaving their house. They're in lockdown to we're offering $25 MasterCard gift cards. We're offering a $10 Dunkin' Donut gift card. So we started offering different types of offers in order to pivot alongside what was going on around us. Then as we started to move into kind of 2021 and we saw, we actually started to see a bit of getting back to pre-pandemic levels. So we started to see some pickup again. We started to see that happen. And then we, you know, so we had some um, some unrest in the world that has impacted that again with the, the prices of fuel. And we're continuing to see some impacts from some of that. Um, and so that has required us to pivot again and go back to the cent per gallon offer with street prices high. We have to continue to allow um, our loyalty programs to give our consumers some type of relief and break. So we really you know, think that our loyalty program helps our consumers every day by giving them di- you know, additional offers to help lower that price at the pump and help them to achieve what they need every day, um, which which changes every day, right? So um, some folks still aren't driving. Um, I think when we came onto this call, we heard several people are still working from home, even on this call. So our, you know, we are still having people who are working from home. So how do we balance that? How do we give the cent per gallon offers to those who need it, but then give the other offers that aren't cent per gallon related to those who don't need it? We also are in the midst of an energy transition. So that also is creating some change in our consumer base. So giving an, a cent per gallon offer to somebody who drives an electric vehicle um, is not necessarily what they're looking for. So we're, we're quickly trying to pivot and say, what does our EV customer look for and how can we give them an offer that keeps them loyal to the brand as well? So I think you know we have to continue to keep an eye on the changing customer, the changing industry, the changing environment around us, and continue to be agile and be able to pivot to giving offers that our consumers are looking for. Okay, great. 
Uh, last question uh, we have is, you know, what can Loyalty 360 do to help you and your team uh, with regard to their customer loyalty journey? Yeah, so um, I, I think you're probably very aware of all our program and our Fuel Words program and all the different partners we have in our program, like T-Mobile with our T-Mobile Tuesdays, Dunkin' Donuts, AAA. We have a lot of partners and you guys have access to a lot of partners. Some of them we seek, some of them seek us. But I think that's a place where 360 could really help us is bring us some great partners and um, help us, you know, with positioning us with different perspectives around different partners who could be of value to our consumers and to our loyalty programs. So I think that kind of thinking about what great brands are out there and how they can partner together with Shell to bring great things to our consumers would be fantastic. Okay, absolutely. Uh, you guys do, do some great work and uh, said uh, your team is very involved. It's always great to hear what uh, you know Greg and the team are up to and uh, it was definitely a pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you. It's a pleasure uh, speaking to you. Absolutely. Uh, again, we look forward to hearing more from uh, Shell later in the year and thank you everyone for joining today and listening. Have a wonderful day.